you're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschooling Kids Weekly Leader Training, helping you teach your kids the big story of the Bible. On this episode, Karen and I are talking about Unit 31, Session 2, Barnabas in Antioch. So, Karen, as we get to this session, we are now in Acts chapter 11. And the big idea here that we're looking at in this session is that that God calls on us to celebrate and encourage one another. Uh, Barnabas is known as an encourager. Uh, This is not the first time we've seen Barnabas. We can go back to uh, the end of chapter 4 into chapter 5, right before the account of Ananias and Sapphira. Um, Barnabas is mentioned before that. He he will appear again. And anytime he pops up, I shouldn't say anytime. I'm I'm pretty sure it's every time, but it may not be. Most times, at least, Mm -hmm. when he pops up in, in the book of Acts, it's always something to do with encouragement. He's just He's just a great guy, it seems, mm-hmm. um, a delight to be around, the kind of person people like and, and just, you know, just loving people and encouraging them. Mm-hmm. So what we're looking at in this Acts 11 passage is that Peter has shared what he experienced with Cornelius in Acts 10, what we studied last session. He shared that with the church, and this news encouraged the church. So Peter was an encourager then. Mm-hmm. Um And the church then heard some people from Cyprus and Cyrene who were sharing about Jesus in Antioch, the the town of Antioch. And this news encouraged the church too. So a ton of encouragement this session. You can see where we need to go with with what we want to convey to the kids and preschoolers then. Mm -hmm. So the the church is just encouraged by what Peter shared, by the news of of the gospel being spread in Antioch. Um, And... We have to remember, this is happening because of Stephen's death, his martyrdom. That was really hard for the church, but remember, it scattered them, and it's leading to this beautiful fruit of the gospel being being taken into the world. So the church hears about what's going on up in Antioch, and they send Barnabas strategically to meet there and encourage the church, and that's what he does. So Barnabas gets there, he encourages the church some, then he goes and he grabs Paul, who is nearby, I take it, and brings Paul to Antioch, and they ministered there for about a year. And what is really helpful about this passage to keep in mind is Antioch is going to become the launching pad for Paul's missionary work. Uh, We will see, I believe it's next session or one coming up, no, not next, but it's coming up soon. We will see Paul's first missionary journey. And in that, they are launched from Antioch. So a real, it becomes a really important church in, in, in the early church. So that's kind of what's going on in this session. Uh, let's talk about any areas needing caution or extra prep time or anything just of note. So Karen, is there anything in preschool that we need to be aware of? Yeah, just a few things that require a little extra prep. Um, there's a science experiment in preschool. Um, they're observing color spread, and it involves like milk and dish dish soap. So um, I've never had trouble doing this one, but I feel like with the science experiment, you're always better off trying it at home before you get to church and then you try it and then it doesn't work and it's just really a letdown. So um, anyway, and I've heard that the Blue Dawn dish soap tends to work the best. So just throw that recommendation out there. Are we going to, are we going to get a little bit of uh, money from their their company? Yeah. I don't know. We should just ask them if we can be, they can sponsor our um, leader training, right? (laughs) Um, 
so and also we're studying a map and you're going to need a world map that you don't mind kids putting stickers all over. Um, so I think you would probably be wise to use one just printed off the internet or then too I found like on um, Amazon you can get like disposable placemats 50 of them for $15 that might be a better choice. Um, you know too you could also take your good map and take it tape it to a table and just lay some plastic wrap over it. I just, I'm just picturing leaders trying to pull, you know, hundreds of stickers off a laminated <laughs> map and them cursing the gospel project. So I'm trying to save you from that. Um, another fun, um, I thought was really cool is celebrating conversions. Um, so you're, the idea is that you'll share how you came to faith um, with the kids and they'll help you celebrate. And so you want to be prepared to tell that story and then to have your other leaders ready to do that too. Um, and I think it would be fun to even involve, you know, some parents or some other people from your church the kids know. Um, I think the more and more they can hear conversion stories, you know, that's always a great thing to hear and celebrate. Without a doubt. Karen, I'm just tickled that you speak of good maps, like we have good maps and everyday maps, <laughs> like our good China, that's for Thanksgiving, yes. yeah. and our good map, yeah. we, we pull that out on special occasions, not the everyday map. <laughs> well, it's true, you really do. You have your nice laminated map that you know is on display, but then you have the little paper map that you hung up with tape and it's all wrinkled <laughs> on the edges. That Use that one for this activity. Don't use the fancy laminated one, uh, unless you, you want to make an activity of pulling stickers off. That, so, there you go. Yeah. That that could be mm -hmm. next session. We, we should just think strategically yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So there is one thing to note in the kids' content. Again, a lot of times there just really isn't anything I think needs to be mentioned about the kids' activities because they're kind of on the nose or pretty straightforward. But um, this session especially, I think that we need to have a word of, of caution ahead of time for our leaders. Because we're talking about encouragement so much, several of the activities give kids the opportunity to encourage one another. Uh, be an encourager is a missions activity that is in both younger and older kids. Younger kids has something called words of encouragement. Older kids has something called like Barnabas and words of encouragement as well. And if you look at these, they're a little bit different each one, but the main idea is that kids would have a chance to actually give words of encouragement to others. Now, when you think about this, depending on your group, and especially maybe if you have younger kids, uh, well, I, I guess the older kids could struggle with this as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, they may not be used to giving encouragement. This would be so new that their defense mechanism will kick in of humor. And so I can just see, you know, the kids in a circle or whatever, and the first kid has to give encouragement and says something kind of silly because it's a defense mechanism because he or she isn't used to this. It's, it's not what we as people are used to, let alone kids doing. So this could be a stretch for some of our kids, but I would encourage you, pardon that pun, um, <laughs> to, to consider this. Don't throw the towel. Don't, you, know, you might be listening right now and say, yeah, Brian, you're absolutely right. My kids would never do that. Let me do something else. I would note, try to do this. It's so meaningful. It could be so helpful, a great learning experience. And so I would encourage you to do these uh, activities embrace that discomfort at first let let some silliness let it come out of their system and mm -hmm. the giggles or whatever but then press into them in a, in a helpful way and help them help them learn how to encourage shepherd them in that moment and you know that first kid you know work with them and say all right what can we find encouraging about so and so 
and walk with them and take your time for each one. Even if you have to do that for every single kid going around, the value of kids learning to encourage one another and hearing encouragement, I think makes it all worth it. So know that though ahead of time. This is one I think if you roll in and just look at what activity you're doing and just kind of go off the top of, of you know, off the cuff, it could backfire miserably and miss this great learning experience and, and great experience. So encouragement from our kids, good opportunity this week. All right, Karen, let's talk about what we're excited about God potentially doing through this session. Why don't you go ahead and and you share something first? Sure. Yeah, I was just thinking it's amazing to me how, you know, when Stephen was martyred, that, you know, that was a horrible, horrible thing. But isn't it just like God to take something so horrible and use it for good? And so I just I think we need to be careful that kids don't miss you know, that the church spread because of that persecution. Um, And two, I hope it would encourage kids to just, you know, take comfort in knowing that even when terrible things happen, that God totally can turn them around and use them for good. That's good. Yeah, that's really helpful for for us to be aiming toward. I, I think for me, just to kind of double down on what I've been sharing about encouragement, encouragement is so lacking in our culture today, by and large. And some of us may know a Barnabas, and we just appreciate that Barnabas. Some listening may be a Barnabas, uh, but that's rare, I think, in our culture. It seems like discouragement is all the rage these days rather than encouragement, and we have division, strife, uh, and it's not just our culture, it's in our church. Uh, We seem to want to fight about the silliest things and divide. And so we need God to work in our hearts in this area. I think most of us listening... Uh, those of us speaking right now would say, yes, maybe I'm not a discourager, but am I an encourager even? And some of us may be discouragers. And so this is an opportunity for us as we are getting ready to teach our kids, we need to let the Holy Spirit do heart surgery in us first. What can we learn uh, from this? Maybe there's appropriate things we can share about how we failed in this area or how we've been hurt from discouragement or how we've been helped from encouragement and help our kids learn from our experiences. But also, then as we push in toward helping to teach our kids this, and even our preschoolers, to plant this seed of an encouraging heart, Mm -hmm. an encouraging mind, uh, you know, that our first inclination should be, how can I build up instead of tear down? And man, if we do this well in kids' ministry, we we need to chip away at what's going on in our toxic culture today, and we can make a difference. But think about the bigger difference we can make long-term if we're raising up disciples of Christ who encourage by, by nature, and by nature I mean because the Holy Spirit has worked in their hearts and that's overflowing from them. Man, we could see a, a beautiful church grow up around these kids as they grow, one that is supposed to be like, you know, one that looks like we're supposed to look like, one like a bunch of Barnabases running around encouraging everybody is a, is a good, good thing. All right. So let's wrap up our discussion there, Karen. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of this podcast. We hope that you found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids and preschool and for more helpful resources, visit gospelproject.com. 